welcome to the Flames Revival. This is your podcast host, Brother Steve, coming to you from southwestern Ontario. Do you want to be filled with the Holy Ghost? Do you want to have rivers of living water flow out of you? Do you want to touch from the Lord Jesus Christ? Then this podcast is for you. Open up your heart and get ready to enter in. Today we're going to talk about uh, the clean and the unclean. And I want you to know that uh, God is with you. He said, I will be with you even to the ends of the earth. And so let's open up in prayer. So Father God, we want to thank you. We thank you for your people. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your power. Lord, you've come that we might have life and more abundant life. I pray, Lord, that as people hear your word today, that it will break through and they'd find deliverance, healing, and acceptance in the beloved. In Jesus' name. So friend, brothers and sisters in Christ, I, I, I say to you today, you may be having a difficult day. Again, we're just sitting across the table from you chatting. You may have a difficult day. You may have in your troubles. You may feel lost. You may feel, you know, just out of sorts. You don't know what's going on. You, maybe you've got some real big troubles and trials that you're facing. Maybe a wayward son, or maybe you're facing uh, a divorce, or, or you could be facing a sickness, and you could financial ruin, whatever it may be. I just want to give, just take a second here right now and just, just cast your care upon the Lord. He cares for you. If you, you've been born again, this is for the born again believer. Those that have God made a covenant with. He's not in it for the momentary time. It's, it's a long term covenant. He's made covenant with you. I just want to encourage you to come boldly to the throne of grace and give him your cares. Give him your you just cry out to him, and he cares for you. And uh, even right now, in Jesus' name, he's speaking life, he's speaking faith, and he's speaking hope. He has a better end, my friend. And if there's if there's any, any issues, if there's unforgiveness, if there's a place for repentance, just take care of it. Don't put it off till tomorrow. Just deal with it right now and, and let your heart be clean and washed in the blood of the Lamb. So today, we're going to go... <laughs> Believe it or not, we're going to go into uh, a book of the Bible. It's a book of Leviticus. Didn't that sound exciting? We're going to go into Leviticus. But in Leviticus uh, chapter 11, uh, this is where we find God's kitchen. And, you know, God talks about food. But remember, when he's talking about these things in the New Testament, they're written for our encouragement, for our admonition, so that we can understand the spiritual lessons of life. So there is a clean and there's an unclean. So in foods, in the Old Covenant, with the children of Israel, if you're not aware of this, God called them out of Egypt. And he spent most of the time with the people of Israel trying to get Egypt out of them. They always wanted to go back and say, oh, the onions and the leeks and the garlics from Egypt. Oh, that we were back in Egypt. Because they were suffering. But they had to learn that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of, of God. And, you know, God wants to do the same for us. We, we don't always understand what's important, but let's read this here. So in Leviticus chapter 11, it says this. It says that, uh, this is verse 3, it says, Whoever parts the hoof and is cloven-footed 
and chews the cud among the beasts, you shall eat. But if it doesn't chew the cud and divide the hoof, it's not clean. And so when you think about that, what's he talking about? Well, first of all, to be a clean beast, you have to have a cloven foot, a divided walk, okay? You have to have a divided walk. And God calls us to be separate. And he calls us to be a holy people. Because later on it does say, in the same verse, he says that we need to know that um, there is a difference between the clean and the unclean. God makes a difference. He says, the swine, the, the pig, he has a cloven hoof. He has a de- departed, like a separated foot. He has a, a divided walk, but he doesn't chew the cud. And so in the Old Covenant, they weren't to eat those. But it's not about food. It's about us understanding that God wants us to be clean as he's clean. Because it says in verse 45, it says, I am the Lord your God that brings you out of the land of Egypt. And God has brought you out of Egypt. He's brought you out of the world. Some of you from the worst bondage, the worst hells that could ever be imagined. He's brought you out. And he set your feet upon a rock. He's established your goings. He is your God. It's a miracle you, you came out of Egypt. You were, Some of you just came out by the skin of your teeth. He's like, wow, how did I get out? But you escaped. I met a man recently on a plane. And he told me, he says, I was a drug addict. I, my life was a mess. I was living on the streets. I was without hope. I couldn't, I had no hope anywhere. And I called on Jesus. And he delivered him. He delivered him by the power of God from his hell put his feet upon a rock, established his life, and changed him forever. Changed him forever. He's one of those jewels, you know, that God saved him. He had nowhere else to turn, but he turned to Jesus. He turned to Jesus, and Jesus changed his life. So God calls us. He's called us out of darkness into light. And so so he called us out of Egypt. God makes a difference between the clean and the unclean. You know, sometimes we say we, put, we we slap a name on it, we slap a scripture verse, and we and we 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 pray, and then we 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 call it holy. And God says that's not holy, <laughs> you know. And it's uh, we say, oh well, everybody else is doing it. Well, that doesn't cut it with God. He's your God. He's your King. He's your Lord. He's calling you to follow Him, not to follow me. To follow the Lord, your God. And you need to know what he says. So part of that whole thing about about uh, chewing the cud, think about that. You you read the word or you hear a good message about the word, the word of God. Not man's human thinking, but the word of God and God speaks to you. Well, he wants you to burp that up again. Chewing the cud, that's what the clean animal does. He, he woofs it all in and then he spits it back up and he meditates upon it and chews it up. That, you know, later that day, the next day, and he's chewing it up, he's meditating upon his word, as it says in Psalm chapter 1, verse 2, he meditates upon his word day and night. He's going to be like a tree planted by the waters. God wants us to meditate upon his word. He wants us to put his word into our mind. And so that, you know, Jesus said in John chapter 14, he says, now are you clean to the word I've spoken to you? You know? We've been washed in the blood of the Lamb, and we've been cleansed, but now we're clean through His Word. You are clean through the Word of God. You've been washed in the blood, but His Word makes us clean. 
He speaks his word. It cleanses. We meditate upon his word. It has a cleansing process. It purges us. It shows us what's wrong. It, it, it identifies areas that need to be trimmed and cut and changed. And so it would be really nice as Christians if we could just simply sit down in our chair and God would say, just zap me, God. My life needs a zapping. And God will do that. <laughs> but that's not what the bulk, majority of the work has done. You know, first of all, he says in in, in Corinthians, it's, he says that in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, he said, be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Think about that. In other words, don't be connected. Don't be pulling the same way and doing the same thing. What fellowship does righteousness have with unrighteousness? What communion has light with darkness? What agreement has Jesus Christ, has Christ with the devil? And what part does a believer have with an infidel? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. Do you know that? You're God's temple. Everything in that temple, you're God's temple. So are you full of four-footed beasts and creeping things and all kinds of unclean stuff? Or are you purging yourself? So this is where it says, okay? goes on to say, don't, get, don't stop there. Don't just turn me off here. You need to hear the second part. So it says, wherefore, come out from among them, says the Lord. Come out from among who? Among the world, among the unbelievers. Come out from among them, says the Lord, and don't touch the unclean thing. Don't touch the unclean thing. Come out from among them and touch not the unclean thing, says the Lord, and I will be to you, I will be your God, and you'll be my people, and I will be your father, and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. That's in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14 to 18. And if we move on from there, in chapter 7, the very first verse says, Therefore, therefore, having these promises of when you come out of Egypt, when you've left the world, when you're separating yourself unto God, you know, there is a place where we need to go out into the world. But my friend... <laughs> If you've been born again and you're hanging with the world and you're doing what the world does and you're, there's no difference between you and the world, then you are living an unclean life. You're, you're not walking the sanctified life. And the next verse says, very simply says this in chapter 7, it says, come, it says, therefore, having these promises, having these promises, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the body and the spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Receive us, we have wronged no man. Receive us, we haven't wronged any man. We haven't, uh, you know, we, we, we haven't cheated, we haven't lied. You're perfecting holiness in the fear of God. So to my friends that believe, yeah, once I've been saved, everything's good. I'm good now. I've been by the blood of Jesus. Yeah, don't be, don't be deceived. God has given us his word and we follow his word. And his word says that we're to cleanse ourselves of all filthiness of the spirit and of the soul, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. You know? And uh, so that's what we've been called to do. So, so this is the clean and the unclean. 
So thinking about meditating upon God's word and, and meditating upon there. To be clean and holy. That's sanctified. Same word. It's, it's positional by the blood of Jesus. But we're commanded by the Lord Jesus to make them not just positional, but transform, transformational by doing, yes, works. We must leave Egypt. We must forsake our idolatrous passions, our ideas, our practices. We must. We must. God can zap us, but he's not zapping us. He, he's giving us the power. to. He has zapped us already. We have to walk in that. We have to purge ourselves of all filthiness of the body and the flesh, perfecting holiness of the fear of God. For those that will say, well, God's grace, God's grace. Yeah, well, it does, you know, it does say that the grace of God, in Titus, it says the grace of God teaches us. The grace of God teaches us. Denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, godly in this present world, looking for the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ and the blessed hope. So that's the grace of God that brings salvation. It's appeared to all men. And it teaches us. God's grace teaches you and I. Deny ungodliness and worldly lusts. Live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. So, so is that works? Well, yeah, you're not saved by it. But God has given you power. And if you, don't, if you just take that gift and you hide it in a blanket and put it under your pillow and, say, and, and then worship it and say, I've been saved and I'm worshiping it. No, it's not intended. Salvation is not intended to be a... Uh, a spectator sport. It's a blood sport. You got to get in the battleground. You got to get in the battle. You got to do something. Yeah, what do you do with it? You well, you first of all, you can pray. You know, and I understand everyone's at different places. I've been in this way for forty-two years. I've got some scars. I've got some battle scars. If you could see me in the spirit, you'd see me full of scars. You know, I've been knocked to the ground. I've been def I've been overcome. I've had. I've been run through with a knife a few times. But I want to tell you something, that God is faithful. He will be with you and he'll fight your battles for you, but you have to pick up the sword. You have to put the armor on. You have to come out of Egypt. You have to deny ungodliness and worldly lusts. And you have to live soberly. Anyone who tells, it, tells you that the Christian life is a, you know, let's just have fun. Hey, I want to have fun. It's a battle. I'm not against having fun. I have kids. You know, we, we do things. We have fun. Okay? Don't get too extreme in the sense that we can never have any fun. But, but the Christian life is a battle. It's a, it's a blood sport. You know, you're going to get bloodied up. So, but God will be with you. He'll help you. He's not going to let you be tempted above what you can. He will give you grace. He'll get, the miracles will happen in your life. Let's wrap this up here today. We talked about the clean and the unclean. Are you walking a divided path? Are you separated from the world? Have you made your allegiance to God? Have you cut your ties? Have you left Egypt? Some people get some people receive the blood on the door of the Olympus that are saved and they stay in Egypt. They never cross out of Egypt through the Red Sea. They never come out of the Red Sea and they're they're left to die in Egypt. They haven't fully come out. They haven't been, you know. We talk about water baptism and baptism of the Spirit, but we're, we're, we need to be baptized into Christ as well. And part of that is being transformed, is coming out of Egypt, coming out of the world. And number two, are you meditating upon God's Word day and night? Are you just taking it in and saying, oh, this is so wonderful? 
and then you move on from there. You don't ever think about it. That's more of a unclean beast. The only way to be clean is to meditate upon God's word. So I want to uh, kind of sum this all up and say, say, greater is he that's within you than he that's in the world. I want to encourage you. God has a plan. His word is supreme. These, these are not my words. Those are his words. And uh, what he's done for others, he will do for you. And so you may feel like you're at the very beginning of this journey. I want you to know that um, you have power. You have authority. You, have, you are the authority in your situation in Jesus' name. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you are the authority. And you can take, a, uh, take authority over that. And you may be facing some battles right now. I'm telling you something. Follow the word of God. Follow his power, his presence. Seek his face. And uh, let's just pray. Father, we pray for your people, which are called by your name. We humble ourselves. And we thank you, Lord, because you are a great God. You are mighty. You are mighty. We are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds casting aside every imagination, every vain thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. We give you all the honor, the glory, Jesus. We love you. We praise you. We thank you for your people. You have not forsaken them. Listen, God hasn't forsaken you. He has not. <laughs> he has not forsaken you. He's with you. Trust him. Line upon line, precept upon precept. This is not some big message that you have to be this person or that person. It's just where you're at, start to really follow him. Start to be obedient. Cast aside every vain thing. It's just one thing at a time. Don't try to don't try to build the whole man in one day. It takes time. But don't just be satisfied saying, Oh, okay, I'm saved. You need to move forward. You need to take time. You need to repent, get things right, and honor the name of the Lord Jesus Christ wherever you go. Speak, make your allegiance to Christ. Call upon the name of the Lord. You have power in Jesus' name. We love you. This is Brother Steve signing off. God's speed, God's blessing, God's anointing. And remember, greater is he that's within you than he that's in the world. And in Jesus' name, amen.